That's pretty funny. What was I trying to? What was I trying to? Opportunities. No, not opportunities. The the opportunity. The possibilities. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> That's the word. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Brain fart. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. Woo. I'm Rob Cook, and cheers all round for Tom Wolford. Oi, oi. I was about to uh, say hello for your name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, here we are. It's just the two of us this week, another busy one, and uh, you've returned to us from, from some time out. From tropical climes, yes. Yeah, bit jealous there. <sighs> well, it's fine. I I passed the time pretending to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag in real life, <laughs> climbing up palm trees. Yeah, jumping into crystal blue waters. You know. Ah, <sighs> come on. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, we'll we'll get to you a little bit later. Uh, we're going to start by talking about something that I've been playing recently. Uh, the game is called Dangerous. No, wait. <laughs> no, the game isn't called that, is no, it, Rob? <laughs> it's called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. It came out uh, several months back, sometime in, in 2015. And I it escaped me for a while. Uh, it's, a, it's, basic, it's based on a co-op experience. And um, those have just been... I've not been able to put much time towards them since uh, since we all kind of separated uh late 2014 and um haven't had as many chances to play a co-op game uh, in a local sense uh, which is something we used to do a lot so the game is you're controlling a spaceship between two people so you have different rooms in the ship that you need to like move around you have a little character that can move around and between two players you need to man the controls, man turrets that are on uh, the four sides of the ship. And then you have a shield that you can rotate around the ship as well. And, and like a, a, a special power and uh, a map, which you, you can't, there's no map or HUD on the screen uh, that shows you much in the way of detail and, and the overall level. You have to actually move off of manning one of the other uh, items in, in the ship to actually look at the map. Oh, that's quite um, an interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's really, thing. it's really cool. Uh, did you ever play Pixel Junk Shooter? No, I only played Eden. I think of the Pixel okay. Junk stuff. Yeah. So Pixel Junk Shooter, it was a, it was also a co-op game, but you had your own ship, and and it had it that your ship had inertia, and and you had to jet around through caves and shoot at creatures that would come up on the walls and and uh, retrieve. Uh, your friends that were stranded out in the in space and lovers is very similar but instead of controlling your own ship you actually have to cooperate to to get anywhere so you'll often uh, need to switch places so you'll need to communicate a lot like oh uh, you're on the right side of the ship shooting out but you need to move the shield uh, to defend us on the left meanwhile I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, fly us in a in a place that we're able to then stop, and then I'll man one of the guns. Uh, and that that dynamic happens throughout the level, and you're needing to look at the map to find your friends, similar to Pixel Junk Shooter, 
Um, that's the main like aim of the game is how on each, le- on each level you need to find five of your friends and then get to the exit, which is it is actually similar to Galaxy, uh, which <laughs> did come out last year as well. Yeah, came out last year as well. Yeah, is it is it really hectic? Because I'm having an an idea of something like. I mean, in my head, I'm visualizing something a bit like uh, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet coupled with Space mm. Team. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I could I could agree with that. So is, is it as hectic as Space Team, though? It, it can be. Right. Um, I'm not through. I'm not I've not finished with the game. I've played uh, through one of the one of the main areas like there's levels in this zone and then there are several more zones left for me. And it's already ramping up the number of enemies. So, for example, you you pick up one of your friends, and you immediately get attacked from two to three sides. So you can't take them all down at once. You're going to need to cooperate to to make sure that you're not taking too much damage by like deflecting shots with the shield, and also communicating where you're going to go because you don't want to both rush to the you know the gun at the bottom. Uh, and <laughs> slapping yourself. each other get off my gun exactly my gun. <laughs> <laughs> or uh both rush to the to the movement controls um so yeah there's a lot of cooperation and some and the reason this this has come up on my radar now uh is because they have just added a four player mode so there's four people in the ship uh oh, wow. having to control uh different different uh elements different weapons and um i'm really in, i'm really enjoying what i've played so far and I'm looking forward to playing more. It's me and my girlfriend that are going to be playing through the whole game eventually. And we've played a, f- a fair number of, of co-op games of this, of this type over the years. And, and this one's really b- good because it's similar to the Pixel Drunk Shooter 1 and 2, which we, we both played, uh, like six years ago now. Uh, we both, we, we played through those together and this is, um, similar as i say but it's it's hectic and we probably wouldn't succeed as well as we are now um if we if this is one of our first instances of of trying to cooperate in a game because you can easily get overwhelmed and start shouting at each other <laughs> like um, space team <laughs> yeah yeah it's not as crazy as space team just yet but i can see us having to we have we have failed out we have game overed once uh because we took too much damage uh, and that forces you to restart the level, which is fine because it, it randomizes some of the elements. So you have to like look at the map to see where your friends are going to be. And it's, the map is in a fog of war sense. Like you don't, you don't see the specifics of the map and the, the, uh, geometry that you're going to have to face. So you're going to have to explore, but, um, the map doesn't change. I don't think the map changes, uh, but the location of your friends changes each time you come back to it. So you have to, I mean, you have to actively pilot the ship as well. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, you're playing this on PC or... This is on PC, but it's also yeah. out on PS4. I'm not sure if it's out on Xbox One. And okay. um, yeah, playing with two controllers, but you can use a keyboard and mouse any uh, instead. And yeah, your the movement controls uh, is, is a basic platformer with a jump mechanic when you're moving your player around and then you hit a button to engage with one of the different elements of the ship. Mm-hmm. And and then, for example, the, the movement 
you have a you have a single thruster which you can rotate 360 degrees around the extreme of the around the circumference of the ship mm-hmm. and a button to engage that so you can and a, there's like the inertia of driving of like um manning a spaceship so if you uh let go of the thru- uh, the the thruster you'll s- still drift a little bit and you can sort of course correct and you'll take damage for hitting the scenery so you need to um not panic when you're driving and also take into account where your partner is going to be and and which um you know which piece of equipment they're going to be and and whether it's worth telling them to to move from side to side and whether you should uh stop um thrusting <laughs> as it were <laughs> we, yeah whether you should stop um manning the the movement controls to go and and move the shield to another location whether you're going to do that but tell them to take the take the controls so that you can uh use one of the guns um it's it's playable on your own the ai will step in right uh i don't know how good the ai is um i definitely say this is a game worth playing in for co-op i don't know if you're not going to get that same feeling if you play on your own with the, with the ai there's no camaraderie to be had uh with the computer um uh, um i mean who's the captain I know, I know you and your girlfriend, so <laughs> I want to know who's the captain. Um, well, I'm a bit more comfortable with, with, with playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of direct things a little bit more, but we get into a zone where we're just instinctively knowing where we need to go. Cool. And, uh, we, we change, uh, who's driving. Like it's not always me driving and her shooting. We, we change and we don't even need to tell each other that, uh, we're going to do that. She'll just see the opportunity or the the need to move our ship, and she'll go and take the controls. Oh, nice. So, uh, but I guess that dynamic would shift slightly in the four player mode. Yeah, and that's something uh, we'll get into that in a second. Okay. I'm I'm interested to see how the four player is going to work, and whether that means you get a bigger ship with different, you know, with more options. Whether it's like an eight way turrets. Um, Something that we've not experienced just yet as well is that there there will be different ship configurations and um, that could play a part into the learning curve and figuring out where you need to move. I don't know if it's like the same controls, but in different rooms. So you have to familiarize yourself with where they all are or whether it's completely different mechanics. Um, but the, the thing that we have experienced is when you finish a level you can pick up you can pick an upgrade it's like a a gem that drops and you have to move it into you can choose which um which item to upgrade so you can put like a a beam gem into one of the weapons and it turns into a laser weapon instead of just a like a energy like a rapid fire energy gun mm-hmm. um or you can put a a power gem into the movement controls and the thrusters will be more powerful so you've got more maneuverability or you could put it into the shield and the shield will expand or uh, c- could change to deflect incoming um, fire. Uh, so it, you've got some options there and you obviously want to agree between the two of you what what you want to put the powers into. So that You go scampering of, off with the gem. Like, it's mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they give you a do-over. They'll like give you a wrench that you can use to, to dislodge the gem from somewhere you've put it and then put it somewhere else. You can kind but, of respec. But that's, yeah, that uh, wrench is expendable as well. 
Right. But it's, it throws it throws one at you here and there, um, just in case you regret your decision. Mm. Um, and then you, I don't, I can't remember. I think you you might even be able to lose some of the upgrades you got if you die, but I can't I can't confirm that. But uh, it's been fun so far, and uh, there are a few other um, level types. So there's one where you don't need to move at all. Uh, the steering controls have been replaced with like a generator that's allowing you to travel, like go into slip space. Mm-hmm. So you're traveling through slip space and you need to make sure that the generator doesn't get hit and it can't be hidden behind the shield. So it's like a wave base level. There's like 12 waves of enemies and you need to make sure that you're moving the shield and moving the generator away from incoming fire as well, but also be attacking, like not just defend, because otherwise you'll eventually get hit from too many different angles. Uh, and that was more hectic than than the normal levels have been so far, but I can see them ramping up. They're starting to introduce more uh, complex uh, scenery that you have to platform, like not platform, there's no jumping, you know, it, it's space, but there are there's some timing elements similar to Insanely Twisted, shadow planet where you've got to wait for this spike to re- uh, retract into the wall or something like that yeah nip through at the opportune moment kind of exactly thing. whilst also trying not to get shot <laughs> and there's it, different en- there's different enemies there's one which will att- attempt to attack your ship and if you uh successfully shield from that they'll they'll like become dizzy and they'll expose their weak point so you can't attack them and you have to like goad them into attacking you. So they're starting to introduce some very interesting uh, changes to enemy behavior, uh, which is going to be a test to to me and my girlfriend and our ability to communicate. And relationship. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, really enjoying that. And I'm kind of feel a bit of shame for having missed it, uh, considering it's it's so much in my wheelhouse of of the kind of games I like. And I'm always looking out for a good co-op game that we can play together. So this this one's fantastic. And I think it's on sale uh, right now. The Steam sale is currently up until Monday the 4th of July. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's like eight euros or something like that right now, which is which is a good good price. Uh, it's also out on PS4, as I said. I was uh, going to convert it into pounds, but there's no point because you oh, know, no, currency is just bottomed out. Yeah, don't even bother. <laughs> you're, you're screwed, man. 67 pounds why not <laughs> who knows what the exchange rate will be like on Wednesday. has it bounced back yet no okay. a little bit but no all right <laughs> really don't want to get into that too much but yeah <laughs> no no um, um cool it sounds like it could potentially be super hectic like i'm gonna yeah. have to check it out because in my head from your description i've got sort of fdl crossed with space team crossed with insanely twisted or pixel junk you know it could it could get hectic but it does a very good job of communicating how to play it has a it has a very um a a good tutorial like it's obviously tutorial it's not a learn as you go it doesn't throw you just straight into a difficult level Mm -hmm. so it's friendly but it's not it's not a slow start it doesn't pander and and uh it starts to introduce the like the reason why you need to move around and and cooperate, you will fail if you uh, just have just man one gun and and the movement controls, and uh, 
I guess yeah. that in its own way is kind of good, though, because you don't want to get used to just manning one control and then suddenly find a level where you're like, oh, Christ, you know. You you will not, like, the, the only thing that I could see you getting into a, a groove with is if you quickly realize that one of the two of you is much better at um, navigating the world than than the other. And that might right. become something where you're always manning the the thrusters when you need to move and then always manning the shield when you need to be stationary and, and defend yourself. But uh, as I said earlier, we, we're switching about everywhere, all over the place, every single level. We're moving about manically uh, to survive. It's not hard. It's not like a hardcore difficulty, but it's still in, it still um, incites this sense of excite, <laughs> it incites this sense of excitement. Good, um, good. You're a poet. <laughs> Yeah, put that on the back of the digital box. Um, yeah, it's still exciting, and it it's uh, it's it can be intense. And as I said, we failed out, so it's not a cakewalk, but it's it's not a grind. I think um, so. I played a bit of Galaxy, and I think one of the big detractors for that game in terms of accessibility is that it is very difficult, and you it's difficult to see all of that game where I don't see that we're going to have trouble getting through the whole of, of lovers in a dangerous space time. Uh, Galaxy um, is really hard though. I, I had trouble yeah. getting past the first sort of two levels of that game. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm, I'm all for difficult games, but if I'm trying to share that experience with, with someone else, I'd like us to not hit a barrier. Yeah. Uh, especially somebody else who maybe isn't as into games as you, you know, Sure, I, like, I know Lorena she, she, plays a lot, but it's not in the same way. It's the same league as the amount that you play, for yeah, example. Yeah, she's not sitting down playing Overwatch and <laughs> yeah. getting into games hardcore. Like she plays enough that she can pick up. She's being able. She's able to pick up more and more genres of 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 games. Um, this one is one she's most familiar with, uh, other than like a racing game. But mm. it, yeah, it's is good that it's accessible. And if you, if we're then introducing another two players to that in a in a sort of party dynamic, that's yeah. that's very important. Um, going forward, so we we're gonna we're gonna have a a local multiplayer uh, party <laughs> here, here, yeah. here at Go Play that very soon. Uh, Tom, you you've uh, surprised me by uh, by stating that you're coming over to Madrid at uh, some point soon. Yes, I'm working weekend. on secret project number two. Uh, so, but I think we're going to need like probably a night off. I'm going right. to be coming in sort of on a Wednesday night, and probably by Friday evening we're going to be kind of bushed. Okay. From doing what we're doing, so it would be really nice as I'm in your city for the first time in just over a year. Mm, yeah. Um, it would be really cool to to hook up with the old crew. Yeah. Um, so it was around. So one thing. Uh, for for those of you that have joined us um, partway along our Go Play That journey is before we started doing podcasting regularly, the majority of us were in Madrid. Uh, I think at one point it was just us in Madrid and, and we would meet up at my place on a Friday night. Every, every fr Friday. Well, <laughs> nearly every Friday night of for, for 2014 and then quite regularly... Uh, up until summer 2015 when I moved and uh, other people started moving, moving away from, from the center or moving away from Madrid. Or moving um, out of the city and country. Yeah. Right, exactly. And, uh, the focus was on local multiplayer games. 
which was a huge, huge deal in 2014. We had, we had Towerfall, we had Gang Beasts, we had, uh, Drawful, we had just so many, so many, um, yeah. I'm not going to help you out here. <laughs> names, thank you very much. Names escape me now, but, um, we had a, a solid rotation we had of, of different games. Samurai Gun, that was another one. <laughs> Samurai Gun, yeah, just, just a huge amount of very, very good singular experiences that warranted an almost weekly meetup. And we would, we would get new games coming in every few weeks that would enter our regular rotation or at least would be a one-off thing that we got to experience and, and we'd have some fun with, but then we'd, uh, always return back to the, to the, the modern classics that we'd, that we'd, well, it, uh, it depended on the audience as well, didn't it? Yeah. So the, because. we had, we, we went from having, we would have just me and Tom to having a, like a solid six or eight of us that we could rotate between four player games up, up until like 15, 16 people at a time. And, and we'd host, we'd host, um, nights whilst the World Cup was on and have like two TVs, one with a match whilst we were playing, um, crawl or something like that we would also have tournaments where there was a second tv set up for people to play a different game who were not participating in the tournament yeah such were the was the turnout that it warranted having two little mini groups and how many people did we have in the the cluster puck tournament cluster yeah so cluster Cluster puck Puck 99. 99 yeah we had i can't remember how many we had but we had several teams of two plus an AI opponent. That that video that Earl put together is still on our on our YouTube channel. It's a the full recording of every match played in that tournament. Didn't we hit wasn't that four four teams of three with AI or was it four teams of four? I don't remember. They were bigger two, than it was two with AI, but there were several partners. There were ah, several yes. several pairings. Um yeah, that was one of the best ones. And we, we ended up doing I can't remember the, the total number. It was it was over thirty, over forty even. Um and yeah, it's been a while. And in between then and now, there have been several new releases that definitely warrant a full gaming at Rob's night. Uh one of them being the four player version of, of Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Uh but other than that, there is Drawful Two, Ooh. which uh I picked up last week. I got it as well. Not that I've got any friends here, but you know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not, pl- I've not played it myself. I've not uh, given it a go because it would ni- be nice to all have that first time experience next week. Uh, Drawful Two adds the ability to create your own prompts and your ability to use two colors. Oh wow, that that is a game changer. So that, yeah, so that's that was one of our favorite ones. So draw- Drawful. It was a Pictionary style game where you had to draw what was the, the prompt that was given to you, and then people had to guess blindly what it was. Uh, yeah, it was it was a fantastic game. And but the idea was that everybody was using their mobiles or yes. tablet to draw. Yeah, you, you connect. You you'd use a special like room code to connect your phone or your tablet, and then you would use your pudgy fingers to to draw a crude, terrible drawing with no option to erase what you've done. Which was always question one when a new player joined. About 10 seconds into their drawing, they go, oh, oh, <laughs> can I not erase? 
No, you can't. And then, and then their first drawing would have this black smudge where they've tried to to rub it out. It was pretty um, good. <laughs> and then, okay, so also coming up, we will be playing Move or Die. I think that's in Earl's catalogue. So I'll be. Ooh, I'll yeah, be that's. Uh, we've been sort of following them on Twitter for a long time. I think. Yeah. So BFF, that, no. Huh? Is it BFF? Move or Die. Or am I thinking... There might have been an old name for it. I can't remember. Right, okay. Um, but that's a four-player round-based game with, with different rules every time. Uh, a lot of the time revolving around you needing to move or you will die, strangely enough. Okay. Uh, and then there's another one called Ultimate Chicken Horse. Uh, oh, wow, Chicken Horse. Which is you have you, you have a character and then each round you have... You, you get to put an obstacle down. That can be a platform. That could be a uh, crossbow firing arrows. That could be a like a trampoline, whatever. Basically, you need to get from uh, the start to the finish. And if you get to, if you are the, if you don't get to the finish and other people do, then you lose. But if you all get to the finish, then uh, it goes to the next round and you need to, strike a balance between making the obstacle course difficult enough for the other players, but not uh, insurmountable for yourself. Clever. It's, yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. And those those four games are the, the ones I have. I don't know if you have any games that you've been looking at and wishing for a, for a gaming at Rob's to, to give go at. Um. Well, I, I left, like, sort of my final gars were just when we discovered Duck Game. All right. Yes. Yeah. So I really uh, want to. I I want at least a couple of games of Duck Game because that was like one of the new highs. Yes. Of, you know, because maybe maybe we'd got to the point where it was a little bit sort of we were playing the same games over and over uh, for quite a long time, and then we found Duck Game, and it was just like, oh wow, this is it again. Yeah. Um. Bob was here a few months back, and we did we did an impromptu gar as well, and uh, that was the one he took away and ended up buying to play out uh, in Germany. With his nice. own with his own friends there. Nice, yeah. So uh, you know, I'll have a look around on Steam because again, being very very alone over here in London, mm. um, I I haven't really been following the local multi scene. Sure. Uh, LocalMultiplayer.com and their Facebook page, they've got quite a lot of new good suggestions in there as well. Okay, we'll have to take so a look then. Have a trawl through there. I think but, we'll, uh, we'll probably have enough to get going with. Yeah, especially because the the friend that I will be bringing also has he's not a gamer in any way. Okay. So this will be all wonderfully overwhelming for him. <laughs> <laughs> but in the spirit of Gar, he'll end up playing, he'll end up having a blast. Yeah. You know, eating pizza at three o'clock in the morning while trying to <laughs> kill us at Samurai Gun or something. <laughs> cool. Um yeah, looking forward to that one then. I'm I'm very happy that we, we get the chance to do another another gaming at Rob's and another sort of you know, crack of the whip, as it were. It would just make it all that more special that it's been so long. Yes, yes, I'm. I'm very much looking forward to it. Cool. Well, Can't get over too to drunk you. though, because I'm flying back the next day. So. Oh right, Christ. Okay. <laughs> Don't well, go that, with a hangover. That's probably good news in the end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Over to you then. Well, as I said at the beginning of the cast, I have been flouncing around in the Caribbean for a week. Uh, so prior to that and just after that, I haven't really been playing a huge amount. Uh, got back into Overwatch. 
uh, as soon as I came back, basically. Right. The habit doesn't leave. Uh, it turns out neither does the ability. I thought I would be rusty, but seemed to get right back into it. Um, and weirdly, because I managed to get a copy off a friend, I've been playing uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, which is the first Call of Duty game I've ever played. Wow, that is that is impressive. You've had plenty of opportunities to jump in before now. <laughs> I have, but Call of Duty was always one of those games where the reputation preceded it, and that sure. kind of put me off it. The reputation of the of the user base, I guess. The user anything. base, the way... I mean, I, okay, I, I tell a tiny lie. I did play through most of the campaign of World at War. Okay. But I never played online. Sure. Yeah, that's a that's like the component. Even even going back to my first Call of Duty, which was Call of Duty 2, mm. uh which was like a an Xbox 360 launch game. It was all about the multiplayer. The the single player was good and it was bombastic and it was it was interesting and I played through it multiple times and got all the achievements, but it was always about the multiplayer. And that was on the that was on the tail end of of my competitive gaming days. Sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, if if you've only played the World at War campaign, yeah, I agree. You've not really played a Call of Duty. Exactly. But it was one of those games where, you know, the the sort of rabid toxic fan base uh sort of had a reputation that preceded it. Yeah. Um I was always very much a Battlefield player, and I always had the idea that uh and I still have it actually, but um I always had the idea that Battlefield was a much more tactical game. Um, yeah. Less yeah, of it was a slower and required more uh input from a from a larger group of people well not not only that but if you may not be the quickest draw but you can outthink the enemy you can have an impact even though you're not the 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 best twitch gamer exactly you can you know my engineer was feared in battlefield because i was <laughs> i think i was like number 12 in spain at one point with battlefield 4 um when it first came out, obviously, the more people bought it, the the, the further down the rankings I went. But I, w- I was there at number 12. And, uh, you know, because and the, the main idea with Battlefield was I played the objectives, I thought about it, I went different ways, I flanked, whatever. Mm. Um, Call of Duty always seemed, like you say, Twitch-based. Twitch it's just, you've got to be fast. And I've I've noticed that in the new in the Call of Duty three that I'm, uh, sorry Black Ops three that I'm playing now is that in the multiplayer people are insanely quick, yeah, insanely uh, quick even it, with even with console controls. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. The game the game encourages you to move around quickly, and that game in particular, your options to to fly about the map will run jet about clamber up up on high uh definitely like fully encourages that but also there's a probably a lot of people that are playing black ops 3 that have been playing since modern warfare very probably and the the thing that i find is the movement is all well and good but the movement reminds me a little bit of uh titanfall or something whereas in titanfall you had that sort of you were a bit spongy sure whereas in this it is literally if somebody sees you you're dead kind of thing you know, if you're close enough and they pull the trigger, that's it. Yeah, you take like it, one it, or two bullets and you're down. Sure, and it's it's an arena shooter. Like you, you need to be able to turn a corner and already be able to take down an opponent because they will take you down if you don't. 
Exactly. I'm I'm seeing people, you know, like in the kill cam, and I'm seeing people who were firing before I came round the corner, mm. like sort of going around the corner firing, preempting that there will be somebody on the other side. I liked the so I've I've got Black Ops Three. I, mm-hmm. I bought it on release, and it was in my it was in my top ten last year. And I really like in the multiplayer the different heroes, for lack of a better word, that have their own their own special moves, which you have to unlock as you go. Like by by playing more, you'll get access to to different heroes that uh, that have a different character model, but then have their own special move. And they've got two special moves which you have to unlock separately, right? If I, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I'm playing it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, mm. I don't know if it's something to do with being like being on console. I don't know, but I've had none of the toxicity that I expected. Nobody's insulted me. I mean, I don't join up in voice chat, and I don't. I just play by myself. Yeah, I never had yeah. that problem with Black Ops Three, but I appreciate. I th- it was it was more around the Modern Warfare Two days. That was like the the peak of of the toxicity. Hmm. Um, but we we definitely need to sit down and, and play this together. We do, yeah. It's I been, think it's been Stu a damn while. Well. Stu has it as well, so we could all get in. And the campaign is also multiplayer, if I'm correct. Did I finish the multiplayer, the single player? I think I did. That okay. I I probably did. Man, that's that's how much of an impact it had on me, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can we can set aside a few hours. Mm. Kill some yeah, balls. Yeah. Might be better working together. It's always better working together. Yeah, but, um, we've got a we've got a good history of playing competitive games together uh, in the Max Payne three days. But it's a shame that we're we're on opposite sides of the Overwatch wall. Even though we're both playing it, enjoying it, it's a shame that we're on different platforms. It is. Uh, I mean, luckily, luckily that we do have like I do have one very uh, how to say online friend. <laughs> on on overwatch so if i go on he's generally there sure I give a shout out to jonathan for pulling me through overwatch <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple of other people you know friends of friends have joined so now we've got like the, you know there could potentially be a group of four to six of us sure um, yeah that's that's healthy it's healthy things considered yeah considering i was expecting to just play it with randoms all the time but uh, yeah. in fact, it was your Facebook post that brought everybody together. So cheers for oh, that. Good. Oh, no worries. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to to sort of restore my indie credentials a bit after coming back off holiday and jumping straight into Call of Duty, um, I've also been playing Downwell. Cool. Yeah, yeah. love that game. Yeah. <laughs> did it Did it originally come out on the Vita? Was that the original platform for it? No, it was PC and phones. I know the phones were a little bit after. I know it released on something first. I, I couldn't remember if it was PC or Vita. I'm not sure it was on Vita. I think Vita came when it eventually made its way onto PS4. Okay, which was not so long ago. But actually, it's right. uh, it's great. I think it works on any platform. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's surprising. Um, I know people that play that game on, on their phones uh, and swear by it. Uh, obviously, your, your thumb's in the way, but it's simplified enough that you're not going to miss too much. Yeah. So, I mean, for those for those people who don't know what it is, you, you're a little dude. <laughs> it's like almost Game Boy graphics, right? That's the kind of level we're at, like Game Boy yeah. Color. Game even Boy to Advance. the extent, even to the extent that as you as you progress, you'll unlock different uh, colors color schemes 
to apply and one of them is straight up unplayable <laughs> but yeah. it's a it's two different shades of green very much like the original screen of the of the original game boy yeah the the toxic one also is really unplayable as well I think it's yeah. like a neon nuclear radiation type color burns usually, your eyes I, out i usually play with the uh there's one that's blue that's similar to our i'll go play that blue oh, okay I, I just play it with an so it's like the original color scheme is just red white and black right kind of Game Boy-ish graphics, but you're a little dude who is plummeting down a well, and you have guns in your boots, because, well, why not? Bayonetta style. Exactly. So you have uh, limited ammo, and what happens is the guns will either shoot, you can shoot enemies, you can shoot through bricks that will be in your way as you're falling, and also it works to kind of slow you up a little bit. Act as like an air brake. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously you can unlock different guns. So you have a shotgun, which is only two blasts or, uh, you know, a machine gun, which is like 20 blasts or something, but less powerful. And I think as far as I'm aware, you can only reload when you hit the ground or hit an enemy. Yeah. If you, you have to put your feet down to reload. Exactly. You have to make contact that doesn't hurt you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as your feet touch the ground or a surface that doesn't hurt you, you reload your guns. So the idea is just just ba- basically plummet through the stages, avoiding or killing enemies, jumping into little side caves to get power-ups or gems, and you just keep falling through the well. That's it. How, and it, how far I, have you got? Uh, World 3. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's already better than me. Admittedly, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't put much time into it. Yeah, I got the buy. Yeah, I, I got through, but that's only once. I've only ever got to World 3 once, because World 3 is the water world. Okay. You're actually falling through the water of the well. Mm. Um, and that gets really hardcore, because in true Mario style, you've got like electro squids and stuff in there, and you're, you're also running out of oxygen, so you have to get bubbles and stuff. Wow. Sonic uh, style. Sonic style, yeah. It gets, it gets <laughs> more hectic, but... Uh, I kind of think I'm playing it wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah? How come? Well, because I, I guess using the guns becomes really tactical. Right. And I've seen, like, you know, I know Earl and people don't like trophies and things like that. But I always, like, I try to look at the trophies as well with a game to sort of think what maybe the developer might expect of you. Sure. Especially in kind of indie games as well, which is a little bit more like they can have a little bit more fun with it. Um, and there's one trophy for a 10-hit combo, one trophy for a 30-hit combo, and basically a combo you cannot touch the ground. You have to kill 10 enemies without touching the ground. Just by, like, shooting and bouncing on them? Shooting and bouncing, yeah, but you cannot touch the floor. So, of course, it's sort of procedurally generated, so as you're plummeting through the the well, you don't know what's going to come up, so you can easily be broken... Or your combo can easily be broken by, you know, stones. Yeah, yeah. it's not like you can learn a pattern. Exactly. So there's 10, 30, and then there's a, there's a trophy for a 100-hit combo. <laughs> now, I've got to World 3, and I've yeah. played it probably about 50, 60 times. Right. And I've never got over an 8-hit combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel. I mean, I've seen people. I've seen people on Twitter. They were posting gifs of their their best runs and things like this. Mm. And and people do use the guns in really tactical. You know, like, like I said earlier, like an air brake. Sure. So it becomes super tactical. Like you're falling, boom! Fire the guns. It gives you that split second 
to get your bearings, have a look around, and then you're often plummeting again. Right, but the majority of the time they're they're falling or bouncing. Exactly, but they're yeah. using their guns more as like, a, okay, I'm going to get my bearings, find out what's going on, to, and then drop. to maneuver rather than to to attack. Exactly, because there are um, enemies that you can't bounce on, so you you need to be able to slow down and and, and uh, pace yourself sometimes. Yeah, plus you can get yourself into a heck of a lot of trouble as well if you end up landing on a rock and there is like six or seven enemies because they they can attack from all sides. Right. Yeah. Um. But I tend to play it in a very kind of kind of almost like a one run thing. I'm just like, yeah, I'm falling and I try my best to just avoid everything. Like a speed like speed running. <laughs> almost speed running it, just like screw the power ups, screw the gems, <laughs> screw the enemies. I yeah. am out of this well as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> Which does work. Is it's surprisingly well. Like I say, I got to I got to the third world, but uh Yeah. But wow, I mean, it's it's super addictive and super fun for for the most you know one of the most basic concepts of games there is. Yeah, it's just pure. That's the beauty of it, and that's the beauty of of a lot of these these uh, sort of roguelike indie games. Like so, some of them weigh themselves down with too many mechanics, too many options. But this this is probably the epitome of the pure experience of just you're falling, you shoot things. Uh, Guns are on your boots, and and there's some upgrades along the way. Go, yeah. And it's it's one stick and one button. You could play it with an old Atari controller. Exactly. You could play it on a on a phone, which yeah. many people do. So I guess you kind of on the phone you swipe and then tap as you need to shoot. I guess that would. Be uh, I think it's gyro to. Oh, okay. I think it is. That sounds weird. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe know. it's a. It's a. There's like a. Uh, horizontal bar to to move your character left and right and then a just a button to to tap to jump or yeah. slash shoot i don't know might get it on the iphone later see have a see it's cheap enough and it is that yeah i mean it's ridiculously cheap and i see it on sale all the time on steam i mean it's what 2.99 yeah and it's always on sale for like 99p which yeah. is come on yeah <laughs> you've got you've got some steam cards in your inventory get them sold <laughs> exactly yeah just all the all the ones from the Steam sale. Just keep going through your discovery queue. Yeah, and sell them for eight cents a go. <laughs> yeah, you only need to sell ten. That's only like what three queues. That's that's yeah, yeah. three days of queues. So you can buy yourself down well. Well, you can do three queues in a day, and you get a card each time. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. So exactly. Three days, yeah. three four four days of queues, and you can buy <laughs> yourself down well. Do it because <laughs> it is it is just ridiculously fun, and it's got this you know little chipper soundtrack and. You can, you know, the your little power ups, and you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there must be little secrets or something that you may be missing in there. Mm. But uh, it's a whole heap of fun for not very much money. Yeah, yeah, I think. Just accessible. Yeah, and again, if you bought it, you know, for a fiver, you could buy it on literally every platform you own in your home. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then cool. That's that's basically all I've been playing. But I'm going right. to hit it hard this week. Uh, Downwell is one euro fifty right now. By the way, until uh, fr- until Monday, the end of the sale, Monday the fourth of July. Yeah. So go and do it because we told you to do it. Yeah, do it, buy it, or because it's just the one guy developing it, right? It's a Japanese guy. I don't know. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. He's, he seems pretty cool. He's always right. on Twitter. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of Twitter, you can give us a follow if you want. We've been a bit slow on the followers recently. I'm feeling lonely. 
Come yeah, and come say on, hello. Bruce. Yeah, come on. Come and tell me how rubbish you are at Downwell. Yeah, well, let's have a let's have a score attack. Let's have a let's have a little bit of competition. I'm sure you can you can only do it if you uh, a recent like a new player. We don't want to see anyone that's been playing for months uh, just beast our scores. <laughs> the developer now contacts us like, yeah, mate, you got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, there yeah. is there is an ending to the game. I'm I'm aware that there is a final boss and an end. Oh come on, spoilers! Oh sorry. Actually, I was never going to get that far, was I? I literally don't have the skills. <laughs> well, I think uh, for this game in particular, it, it's nice to know that there is a f- there is an end. Yeah, it's not just a how far can you get? Uh, it's not like what was it? Desert Devil Golf Daggers or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, Desert Golf, Devil Daggers. Yeah. I, I don't think there's an ending to Devil Daggers. Maybe there is, uh, or maybe it just kills you after a certain number. I've, I haven't gone back to that since Earl and I. Uh, we're playing it in February. But, uh, yeah, there's so many games, so little time. Yeah, well, I say that, we all say that, and then we just play Overwatch. Um, <laughs> Constantly. But it just, it, yeah, it just becomes more difficult to have something interesting to talk about in the podcast. So I am, I am branching out, I swear. I am and branching I'm definitely, out. I'm going to try and crack my habit. Me and Jonathan, we both said, whether we stick to it, yeah. we're going to stop when one of us hits level 100. It, I think this is the uh this is that blizzard bug that people warned us about with with World of Warcraft which di- didn't really take us over like you no. least of all um I still I I enjoyed March when we went through that but I I quite I was quite easily able to drop it at the end of the month um but you know there's that expansion legion on the way before the end of the year and I could see myself uh, spending time playing through that content, but there's th- that's an overwhelming experience. WoW is an overwhelming experience, and Overwatch is just a first-person shooter. That you well, can and in. and but we are in on the ground floor. Like you know, yeah. we we've been casually discussing this idea of like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll totally quit when one of us gets to level hundred. He's level eighty-nine or something. So, <laughs> so it's like the that's time not going to happen. Thinking. It's going you're going to keep playing until until. It drops off, or life gets in the way, or no. The pro- this is the problem that probably around the time that he hits level hundred, competitive play is going to come out. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I to- and, I to- be- and I'm totally ready for that. I totally want to play competitive as a as a group. But then, because they're talking, I think they're talking about like making the weapons collectible now, or changing the weapons for the characters. I think I heard. Gold weapons for being good and winning stuff or something? I don't know. So yeah, something like that. And then also there's going to be new characters, aren't there? So yeah, they're just going to keep reeling me in. But I'm, sure. I'm definitely making like a huge attempt to just not play Overwatch all the time. Yeah, um, I've got... I'm sitting on a copy of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. <laughs> a hash, hash F-E? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's Good a you. you. You have that. <laughs> I have that. I'll be playing that. I need to get back to Yakuza Five. I need to get back to The Witch Three. Uh, I need to play through uh, The Witcher Three again because I've got all the expansions, but I haven't played them. Yeah, that that later that second expansion, Blood and Wine, is a full thirty hours in its own right. Yeah, and it's taking up sixty-five gigs on my PS4 hard drive, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not playing it. 
yeah. Um, yeah, I've I've got so many games, but uh, I like I say, I've just started Oxenfree, and I also got my guitar out for the first time in a year. Guitar, guitar. Yeah, yeah. I I got Rocksmith in the sale. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw you online yesterday. Yeah, I thought you had oh. it already. No, I did. I did have it actually because uh, I had it on the Xbox, then bought it on the oh, on the PC. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what I did yeah. buy yesterday was the song importer to take Rock Band One stuff into Rock Band Two. Rock Band, Rocksmith, Rocksmith. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, so every all the songs from Rocksmith One are now playable in my Rocksmith 2014. Oh, okay, cool. And I, I also took advantage of the Steam sale to buy a couple of new songs because they're okay. like half price. Oh wow! Okay. Mm, yeah. Interesting. So I grabbed a couple of songs, grabbed the converter so I can have everything in one convenient location. Yeah. And yeah, I got the guitar out. So that's what I'm going to go do now. Cool. I'm looking at a few games in the sale, but I, I'm i making a smart move and waiting for the Humble Monthly to drop on Friday. To see what's in there. Because the worst thing that could happen would be to buy something in the sale and then just get a copy of it with with Humble. Yeah. I could foresee that happening. I'm I'm trying to will them to give me the swindle and something else i can't remember uh, i've got the swindle in my library dude oh do you i i, yeah, I haven't you, got oh your, no 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 sorry no i've got swindle in PS4. PS4. Yeah. yeah yeah whoops uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i just forget where all the games from no literally everything on my wish list is on sale and i'm yeah. not buying anything no i'm i'm holding out and getting to the point of nearly buying it and then going nah I'm fine. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm stronger for this. <laughs> this will be the first Steam sale where I haven't actually bought anything except two songs for Rocksmith, which don't count because it's educational, right? And and Rocksmith. Oh no, the Importer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But which that wasn't on sale. Yeah. Which wasn't on sale. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're doing this wrong, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's go buy the full price stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's educational. That's fine. Uh, there's also a game that turns learning Japanese in something that turns learning, learning Japanese into a game that I might pick up. I can't remember what it's called. If, uh, it's, if I get it and it's good, I will talk about it. Yes. I did see that suggested yesterday. I would like that for a language that isn't quite as esoteric. Right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like know if, if they did that for German. S- that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know if they've done a suite of different game of uh, different, different games, different languages. Uh, I'll have to check. No, I um, think that I think this one is just Japanese because I think it teaches you how to write it and stuff. Ah, uh, okay. Whereas cool. I, I, there was a game that teaches you kind of how to do language, but it did it seemed a bit weak. Sure. I never, and as an ex English teacher, I have an eye for these things. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that's about it. Yeah. My, my fingers are itchy to go play some folk. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I got I got Rocksmith. I got all the songs. And oh, then I was okay. Like, yeah, and then yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy the Lumineers because that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> <laughs> Just building building the indie game player profile. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's not all I really think. No. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. If you want to send us a question, send us suggestions for what to play, you can hit us at podcast at goplaythat.com or on Twitter, as Tom mentioned before, at goplaythat. Uh, and we've got some interesting new features coming up. Uh, shall we tease that now? I don't know. Yeah, you can tease it. I'm still not completely au fait with what it is. So. Okay, well, maybe I'll explain. 
All right. Um, we've got, so we have been doing this weekly for a good long time and we want to keep that rhythm going, but we've also got some other audio, uh, format content that we pump out. Earl and I on our, on our walk, when we're, uh, synchronized and are walking together, uh, on the way to work, we have a good 12 minutes to, to chat. And we use, we use Mixler right now for that. Uh, and that makes it live, but it is difficult to, uh, to corral people to, to listen to us for all of 12 minutes in the morning in, on European time zones. So, um, we're looking at better ways to get that content out, but we didn't want to just flood the regular feed with these strange 12 minute chats. Um, and we also want to look at new ways to, to uh share more thoughts on games in this format like this is a very easy format for us to get to you with and uh we're looking at branching that out so we've created a separate uh podcast called go play that micro uh that will be i'm hoping itunes are gonna um approve us in time for this release maybe not but uh very soon, you'll be able to find that alongside Go Play That Podcast, which is what you're listening to right now, if you didn't know. Um, you can find both of them on SoundCloud. If you go to our uh, SoundCloud page for, for this podcast, you'll, you'll see it uh, there uh, under Go Play That Micro and vice versa. So that would be interesting. Tom, I think uh, you could end up having impromptu chats in the pub about games and spitting that out onto that feed. Yes. Um, you re, you recently, semi recently had Earl, uh, jetting around London with you, visiting arcades, and yep. that culminated in some potential content that could also get thrown up onto, onto micro without, uh, infecting the sanctity of the, <laughs> of the regular feed. Um, not to yeah, talk. Also, it's pretty good if you don't have an hour to listen to us ramble. Yeah, totally. It's just a different, it's a different flavor. So if you're looking for, uh, more thoughts, impressions, and, uh, general talk about, about games from us, uh, it's a different way to, to listen to us. Uh, if, yeah, if you don't have a, a full hour to set aside for, for this, for this type of, of, uh, of podcast. Um, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, good. Cool. All right. I'm all up to speed now. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That probably, Probably could have told you earlier, but uh, no, here we are. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we haven't the the opportunities, not the opportunities, the monkeys. The monkeys are endless. Yes, we'll leave you with that thought. I think. <laughs> Wise words. <laughs> Good night. Bye. <laughs> we haven't done that for a while. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.